Hey, everybody. This is a bit of a, I guess you could say, extra little bit of an episode. We are going to be discussing the sexual harassment lawsuit that is being levied against Blizzard by the state of California. So, um, a content warning. We're dis- we are going to be discussing things of that nature. Um the topic of suicide will come up in this. If you are sensitive to any of those things, it might not be in your best interest to listen to this, but if you think you can handle it, that's totally up to you. Um, Before we really get into it, there's a couple things I want to say. First of all, none of the three of us, um, that being myself, Gershom, and Bent, speak for either of the other two. Um, And none of the, this is more important, none of the three of us speak for any group of people. A little bit of a primer, just in case there's anybody who's confused why we have this extra episode going out and why we're even talking about this thing. The state of California has um, been in investigating Blizzard, not Activision Blizzard, not just, oh, we can blame it on ActiBlizz. No, this is Blizzard, our guys. They've been in being investigated for the last two years by the state of California. Um... Because there have been widespread complaints about their workplace standards, particularly rampant sexism, um, racism, and essentially it's not just stuff like, oh, well, I'm not getting paid as much as that man doing the same job, so I want to be want to make a big deal out of it. No, it is, hey, I'm hungover. I don't want to work today. I'm going to go play video games. You do my job for me. And also, you're not. I'm deliberately not going to have you make as much money. It, it's been that sort of thing. It's been, as I said, big-time sexual harassment. Um... I don't even really want to necessarily say specifically what was named in the lawsuit, but I'm sure it'll come up later. Just disgusting behavior. Now, one last thing I want to, a couple last things I want to say before we really get the ball rolling on this. Um, I think it would be a little bit hypocritical of me to sit here as a white man saying what the problem is, how do we fix it, blah, 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 without also doing everything I can to amplify the voices of women and minorities because they can speak for themselves. And that is the most important thing. They need to be amplified, not talked over. It's got to be more of a boost than somebody like me making it about myself and my opinions. So that said... I am not expecting Gershom here to speak for all women, women but as a woman in the world, the th- and of the three of us, your opinion on it matters the most. So, I guess I just want to turn it over to you and get your thoughts here, Gershom. Uh, yeah, anything you want to say about it, go ahead. Uh, thanks, Willie. Um, I appreciate that, and I'm... 
so before we actually start, before I start talking, sorry. Um, uh, and this is, I'm, I didn't write any notes today. This is whatever happens is out of my heart. So, yeah. Um, first off, I want to go ahead and, and tell the truth to our audience. And that is that I am a cishat white middle-class female as well. Um, I'm not a woman of color. I'm a woman, I'm not a woman of color. And, you know, I'm not, I'm definitely not disadvantaged or anything like that. And I know that sexual assault sort of seems to like overflow into those demographics. And I think that's fucking horrible. So I'm going to sit here and say that I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm white. Uh, and also I am not a victim of sexual assault. And I count my blessings every day for that. But the things that we're going to talk about today, I'm I'm definitely going to tell you what my stance is, and I'm going to tell you um, why I feel that way. So, does uh, does Bent want to introduce himself a little bit or talk, or and then we can jump jump into the rest of the conversation? You need to go away. <laughs> uh, you're talking. I have nothing to really to add right now. <laughs> I'll wait for my little segment. Okay, so deep breath. Um, I think my I have so so much to say. There's gonna be a lot of sighing and shit on this. I know. That's I'm fine. sorry to trash your editing, Wooly. <laughs> Honestly, I'm gonna do as little editing on this as uh, as possible. I wanna I want it to be just raw and real. Okay, if you will. Okay, so first of all, before I start, I have to give a shout out to Cubby Bub, who is, for those of you who don't know, that's Aaron from DNR. That's his fiance. Um, you know, we we do a little on Twitter. We like each other's posts and stuff. I don't really know the lady. She seems really, really nice. A few times I've heard her like on the show or whatever. But she said something that I have to give her credit for. And it really stuck with me. And it's the fact that believe these women, believe them, because a huge part of this in every article that you could possibly read is that these women, you know, went and went and went to sources and tried to get help. And as far as I can tell, it seems like very few people believed them or wanted to push any sort of action you know i don't mm -hmm. know if this was for corporate reasons or legal reasons or all kinds of reasons i i don't know it but, was probably as simple as i really don't want to get involved in that fuck that and then just slough it off instead of taking responsibility and standing up right so i appreciate uh what cubby bub said there and i'm just going to reiterate that and i'm going to I'm going to illustrate it with a story. So when I was in college, two things, two things happened to me. Actually, I had two female friends at, at different times come uh, deal with a sexual assault. One of them, it turns out, was lying. Whatever was going on, I don't know. It turns out I was able to prove that she had lied about the whole thing. The other one had not lied, 
and it turns out that I was the only person that she felt comfortable coming to for God knows what reason. I, I appreciate that. But in her case, I encouraged her to go to the authorities and things were handled the proper way. The person who had done it to her was, was punished, you know, by the law and all of this stuff. So I felt good because I was like, damn, like, you know, I told her like, you have to follow through with this. You have to, you have to go to the the legal authorities and this and that. And in the case of the girl who had lied, the worst thing that happened to me was that I felt stupid. I was like, wow, I'm dumb. I, I believed you, you know, da, da, da. But the point of the story is, is there's no harm in listening to someone and believing them. Because the worst thing that's going to happen to you, if somebody's lying about this or somebody's whatever, you know, you might feel dumb or something. Do you understand what I'm, does that make any sense? It does. It does. Um, can I, I think, can it's, I I think it's important to give the benefit. Sure. I just think it's important to give the benefit of the doubt in mm-hmm. these cases. I think that if it's true, you can, you know, follow things through and hopefully something better comes of it. And if you've been lied to, eh, not the first time, not the last time, but you can go ahead and spin off. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh yeah. No problem. It's just, um, there's, two stories that um come to mind for me um and actually it's also two examples of one was lying and one was not uh several years ago i was chaperoning a church trip to um new orleans and one of the teenagers on the group and a girl from another group from another church you know, snuck off, they, you know, they did what teenagers do, they lied to the um, chaperones and all that about where they were going, and they, let's just say, did some stuff, and she later accused him of assaulting her, and we were then later sitting in a room as a whole group not knowing yet what happened and a police officer showed up and took him to the station and it was a whole thing and it came out maybe a couple hours later that she panicked and made it up saying that she didn't really know how to get out of that without getting in trouble with her group right and it's I will say that lying about that does do more harm than, oh, I feel stupid having believed you. But at the end of the day, it is far, it is incredibly important to believe people when they tell you that that happened instead of outright dismissing them. If I say, I say what you're saying though, because like in my case, I was worried about what's the worst thing that can happen to me if someone mm-hmm. lies to me, but yeah, lying does have definite, very serious consequences. And, you know, don't be once again, just own what you did. If you went off on a high school trip and you had sex and you don't know how to get out of it, then you're just going to have to own it. But at the same time, this other part that I wanted to mention, there is this girl I used to work with at a fast food sandwich shop 
who told me that she left college after one semester because she had been roofied. And it's awful because I could see the raw emotion on her face when she was talking about it. And I asked her if she went to the police and she said, no, nobody would ever have believed me. So she never got her degree. She, it, she actually has a pretty okay life now, but it was a very long, painful road for her to get there. And that's all because she was afraid nobody would believe her. And that's why I think it is so important to believe people when they speak up about that. If, and I honestly, I believe this happens rarely, maybe not rarely, but less so than when people are telling the truth. If they're lying, that comes out. One way or another, that does come out. You're absolutely right. No lie lives forever. Um, and I think your story as well is a great way of sort of saying like, and there's no way to put a blanket statement on anything involved here, but I think part of part of the culture that we need to start working on creating is a culture of um, kind of more open communication and stuff like that. But, you know, we'll, we'll go into it a little more, I'm sure. Yeah, well, um, any more thoughts from you? Yeah, so basically, um, I'm going to talk right now. Guys, if you want to fast forward or, or just stop listening, that's fine. I'm going to talk about uh, drug abuse and sexual abuse uh, stuff. So give you a little warning there. Um, a few of my friends know this. I don't think many of the swingers do, but I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to lay it out and I'm going to be open. So I have mentioned before that I have a brother who passed away and that brother, my little brother was victim of sexual abuse by a family member in our family. And my brother never, ever told anyone, never went to anyone. Uh, he didn't tell me until we were in our mid twenties for sure. Um, so that, but, um, basically beginning when we were right around high school, maybe right at the end of high school, he delved into such deep abuse of alcohol and drugs that it, it did eventually lead to his death. And that's how my brother died. He died of a heroin overdose two years ago. So, you know, that is another thing that makes me think that we need to create a culture of communication. And I, I mean, what my brother went through, I, I can't imagine how brave you have to be to go tell someone that this is happening to you. And like I said, I'm, I, I've never been sexually abused, so I don't understand you know, I hear a lot of words like shame and guilt and embarrassment. And I'll be the first to admit, I, I, I don't understand. The best I can do is, is, is try and to listen, you know? So there's that. That's just kind of like my stance on like communication and people, you know, just being more open to each other. And then the last thing I have to say is uh, just just how much I deplore all this and how afraid it makes me because I have two daughters. So, 
you know, this shit is fucking unacceptable. This mm-hmm. isn't Blizzard's an old enough company. The industry is old enough. And it's not even the industry. It's it's always been like this for women to some degree. And I just I just can't keep thinking that the world is going to go on like this. And I know every parent, their thing that they want to do is make the world a better place for their kids. And so that their kids don't have to go through the same shit that they went through. But it comes to a point where it's like, I understand this is kind of like, like a trope. We're all fantasy gamers. We know what a trope is. This is something that's going to happen over and over and over again. But this just pushed me to like, my limit i'm like why my girls can't even go play a fucking video game or work where they want to work like it's just i think i'm i think i'm wrapping up but i'm just i'm still just mind blown and and i am really angry yeah um i think to say the least we all feel a bit let down by blizzard um well, a bit is an understatement, and let down is also an understatement. They they fucked up, and the the lawsuit names specifically Alex Afraziasby. I don't know if I said his last name right, but quite frankly, I don't fucking care because fuck you, you creep. Um, and you just call him Alex. Yep. Isn't that the guy that does this? He's at the beginning of like Dragon Soul, and everyone hated his fucking voice character too. I actually have no clue. Okay. I think he's in Stormwind because I think a lot of people actually running around killing him. He has an NPC at the gates of Stormwind. He's the one that you, uh, after you take, I think it's either Nefarian or Anixia's head to the king, they're like, all right, well, go talk to this guy and he'll put it up on a chain. And that's him. And I, uh, not to go on a bit of a tangent, but I ran out to the Timeless Isle to farm up some of those uh, signs you can sit down that are like warning signs. And I noticed other people had put them in front of his NPC as well. So I went and grabbed one of those and put up five of them in front of him, like danger ahead, like as a form of protest, because fuck him. And uh, I, I wish you'd gotten a screenshot of that. That's like a that's a oh, fantastic I'm, idea. I'm sure they're still there. It wasn't my idea. I've seen people doing that. I'm gonna run over there and get as many hunters as they can to put like hunters marks on his head. Like, bitch, we're fucking coming for your stupid ass. Honestly, if you run in there, there's probably not that many alliance who will stop you. Anyway, um, I have alliance hunt. I have alliance hunters too. Well, I mean, you can't kill him as alliance, which sucks. Anyway, um, the reason I mention him specifically, other than the fact that he was mentioned in the lawsuit and other than the fact that he is a major fucking loser, um, is this morning I saw a clip from BlizzCon 2010 where this young lady wanted to know why we can't have strong female characters who, as she put it, don't look like they stepped out of a Victoria's Secret catalog. And he's just like, well, what catalog do you want them to step out of? And then, like, it looks like he's starting to stop joking and taking her seriously. And then he's like, oh, listen, I feel you. I hear you. We want all kinds of variety among our female characters. We'll be sure to check out other catalogs. And he's got this smug look on his face. And she looks like she wants to cry. 
So like, DNR mentioned that episode, but they did not provide those quotes that you just provided. That is fucking infuriating. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. I just want to punch him in his stupid smug face. Um, but I, I didn't see any other way that that clip was going to come up in conversation. So I just wanted to mention it there because it's important to mention because that was 11 fucking years ago. Thank you. Wait, so, no, yeah. not 11. I mean, Wait. Maybe I don't you remember. Said, you said but 2010. You said, if you said 2010, then it was. I thought 11. 2010. Either way, long enough ago that this has been a problem for a long time. Um, Bent, do you do you want to say the things you have to say, or does Gershom have more? Yeah, she can go ahead. I I um I I'm tapped out. Actually, I'm I'm good for now. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for listening, Swingers. I I really appreciate it. All right, go ahead, Ben. So first, I want to say um, I'm going to withhold commenting on the actual case itself. Uh, I think that everyone deserves, regardless of allegations, deserves their day in court. So I don't want to speculate on what happened until I get more information. Um, One, I just wanted to say, if you're listening, um, if these kind of things happen to you at work, don't go to HR. HR exists to protect the company and unfortunately uh, most of us i assume are not going to be high level people like the people getting accused of this shit so at the end of the day the company is going to defend and the company and not really take your allegation well they'll take you seriously but you're the one who's going to end up getting hurt the most by it so if you're getting abused or assaulted or harassed go to the cops let the cops handle it uh i just other than that, I kind of went in a black hole last night on Reddit, and uh, I kind of the Reddit community for a while was pretty disgusting, if you ask me. Um, the Reddit community for a lot of things is pretty disgusting, to be honest. It's like a more socially acceptable 4chan. Yeah, I mean, it's gross to me how many people that play WoW are using this as a crutch to make themselves the most important person and go on these rants about quitting the game and shaming those that continue to work at Blizzard and, you know, shaming those that don't want to quit the game. They want to continue to play and make the game a better place. Mm. That's fucked up. People, you have your right. If you want to unsubscribe, do it. If you want to continue to play, do it. You know, a lot of people that work in for Blizzard live in California. It's a fucking expensive ass city to live in. It's not as easy as you think to just quit your job and be able to pay for, you know, home and food and your car and whatnot. So you're an asshole, pretty much, if you're gonna shame people for doing that. Uh I hope that people get justice. Uh, you know, that being said, I don't really want to withhold judgment, but the, the evidence does not look good. Um, I don't think the state, I, I think it's a lose-lose situation either way, because either Blizzard has been allowing this to happen and they're fucked up for doing that, and, or, um, this is gonna, I don't think this is the case, but I'm just playing devil's advocate, you know, it comes out, this is all just one giant hoax and whatnot, and then it just hurts people who are really being victims, because then people are gonna be, well, this happened with Blizzard, so why should we believe this person, you know? Yeah. So I don't think it's a very good situation uh, to be in. But uh, so I'll kind of touch, I guess, on the statements that were released. Um, 
I think what the Brat guy said was pretty par for course, what you expect an executive to say when these kind of things come out. Uh, the Activision person statement, um, it, it was a female. Um, but I think the what I'm reading into the Activision statement is, I think Activision itself is trying to separate itself as a company and trying to, I think, separate themselves from Blizzard and saying this is a Blizzard issue, not an Activision issue. So that's what I got from that statement. And then the basic PR statement, uh, I know people were pretty upset with that statement, but it's pretty commonplace. Um, at the end of the day, Activision really only cares about the shareholders, and uh, that statement was just made so people don't start dumping the stock. Uh, once shareholders see that the company's saying this, you know, we're going to defend ourselves, blah, 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 uh, they'll kind of like, just okay, I'm not going to sell my stock. Um, so yeah, that's really all I have right now on that. Um, I'm sure as more information comes out, I could render a more complete opinion about what's going on, but at the moment, um, yeah, that's all I really have to say. Yeah. Um, I gotta say that, um, the two super negative statements that came out honestly pissed me off because one of them was from somebody who has only been there a very short time and is saying, oh, I haven't seen this happen. It's been years and you've been there a few months. I forget her name. Fran something. But She was the Activision statement. Right. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I agree with you too, but at the same thing, I think her statement is a way for active. I think, honestly, at the end of the day, after this is all said and done, I think Activision is actually going to try to dump Blizzard. Now, that's an interesting thought. I just, um, that's that's what I got from that statement. They're trying to separate, they'll go through the lawsuit, and I think that, I think, because, you know, Blizzard's had some major issues, I mean, not just beyond this. Um, mm-hmm. Revenues are down, uh, the whole thing with Hong Kong. Yeah, oh God, what a shit show. Um, and I think that, you know, it's to the point where, is, is Blizzard worth having in our portfolio? And I would say at the moment, they're the costs are outweighing the benefits. Yeah. One thing I want to touch on about those statements is um, all the programs that the initial statement put out, by the way, that was an unnamed Blizzard spokesperson talking to IGN, the initial statement everybody got that was that we were pissed off about, and talking about all kinds of inclusion programs those were all started in the last two years. So it's really difficult to figure out if that's an, it, you know what? I'm, I don't want to speculate, but I'm going to speculate. So as I said, I don't speak for either of these other two, but having those pop up in the last two years, when this investigation has been going on for two years says to me, look, we're being inclusive. We're not bad. See, we have these programs and I, I fucking, I have no respect for that at all you want to be inclusive of everybody you should have actually wanted to do it instead of just posturing um i want to say about the j allen brack statement on the surface it reads like oh shit he actually you know feels really shitty about this all but uh, you know he knew stuff was happening and did nothing about it like, Alex, what's his nuts? Like, 
Brack talked to him, apparently, about it all when there was a particular complaint that was made about him and he wherein he called a bunch of female employees bitches and he said i would never want to work with you bitches or something like that and oh my god really yeah Fuck. and Fuck. i guess um or at least that's what was alleged and having talked to the guy and given him slap on the wrist and nothing actually happens that's a problem that's permissive and i can't I had a lot of respect for Jay Allen Brack until I learned that. And like like Ben said, it's harmful to speculate when you don't know everything. But I, I, I kind of believe that thing, that particular event. Um, as for other thoughts I have on this, um, this is not a one-off issue. This is rampant as Fuck, not in, just in Blizzard, but in the entire gaming industry, in the entire world, actually, but in gaming in particular, because the consumers of the products, uh, like, that's us, uh, for the most part, and maybe not for the most part, but loudly enough that it's a massive problem, treat the women who play this game like absolute garbage or pl who play any games i think that's what infuriated me to be the most about some of the posts on reddit yeah the people claiming that they're gonna quit playing this game because of you know that behavior they're also the same people who say that gershom joins my guild and you know she just wants to play fucking wow and mm -hmm. these guys are constantly hitting on them and and shit like that and then like i love that i play a male tune i was a part of a guild for well over a year this was back in like legion days i was probably in that guild for uh, definitely over a year and finally people started to realize that i was a female like it, we weren't on a discord or anything like that it was just guild chat and no one said anything to me like what do you have to do to avoid being fucking harassed or asked to you know go on like the moon guard fucking sex journey or whatever like you have to roll a male tune i guess i i don't fucking understand this shit about tunes at all because i know a lot of dudes play females and nobody should be called out for what kind of fucking tune they play anyways but i just thought it was interesting that no one knew I was a girl because I played a male tune. Interesting and fucking stupid and outdated. Yeah. Ever since video games were a thing, for some reason it was always looked at as, oh, that's a that's a that's a boys thing, so girls don't play video games. And then those pe those kids grew up and started working in the gaming industry and they carried that fucking attitude with them so now you have it at every single level where they look at it as oh this is ours we can have the girls here but you know they're they're not it's they're not really part of it like no fuck you fuck you so the entire system is messed up big time and the larger issue of um the gender-based wage gap that people claim doesn't exist, it absolutely fucking exists. And it's in gaming as well. We need, we need fucking action at every single level of this if we want to change that. That's not just 
Actually, you know what? I, I'm going to read what I put on Twitter about it because I feel like I worded it pretty well. Um, it's easy to look at a company and go, you need to do better. Men, we need to look at ourselves. The problem starts with us. God knows I've had my moments as much as I'd like to say I'm above it. Women are our equals, not property or jokes. Call shit out. Call yourself out. Don't pretend like you're plain blameless because doing so deafens and blinds yourself to your own issues. If there truly aren't any, well, congrats because you're a better person than I am. If there are, however, acting like the problems don't exist allows them to continue. So we need we need action at every level of this, from the consumer to the intern in the fucking mailroom who tells his uh, co-worker like, hey, that's not okay to say to her, stop that, to the supervisors who need to pay attention when things come their way, to the fucking executives who need to think with more than their wallets, to the goddamn CEO who needs to take this shit way more seriously. And one thing I saw, uh, the majority of what I've been seeing on this is on Twitter. One thing I saw that really struck a chord with me is from Lex from the Big Love Rocket podcast. Um, I fucking love Lex. Oh, dude. she's great. She's, she's so amazing. It's so intense. Like, you know, when you go into her stream, you're like, oh, shit, I'm probably going to laugh, cry, maybe barf. But she's she's all she's she's all that, dude. I fucking love Lex. Uh, this issue aside, I fucking love her energy, like, on that show, because she's just so happy, usually. Dude, Sarith, like, Even when ended she's up... angry. <laughs> Sarith ended up <laughs> taking his shirt off and posting feet pics <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> or something, like, one of the nights that they streamed. It was, like, a six-hour stream, and they got really drunk, and it was, it was, it was golden. We, but we should go back to what we were talking yeah. about. Yeah. Anyway, what I saw from her really struck a chord. Um, if you want to go look, her handle is at Lex underscore rants. She said, FYI, if you're a man and the only thing you chose to talk about yesterday was how you weren't quitting WoW, you made your priorities and your level of care about the women in this community very clear. Next time, just shut the fuck up. And, you know, that could not be more true because... I, I saw a few people commenting like, well, I'm not going to stop playing without saying anything else. I saw people saying, trashing other people for continuing to play, trashing other people for choosing to stop playing. And if, again, if that's what you're focused on, whether or not you're going to keep playing and you're not going to mention the problem at all, you then you don't actually care, and you piss me off. I, I mean, yes, the uh, the topic of am I going to keep playing or not is a natural topic to come up. And by the way, if you're choosing to keep playing the game, that's fine. That's great. I'm continuing to play it. If you're choosing to end, stop playing the game, that's fine. That's great. Everybody copes differently. It's okay to keep playing it. It's okay to stop playing it. It's not okay to harass people for choosing to continue playing it or choosing to stop playing it. And it just, oh God, this whole thing is so fucking ridiculous. And the worst part is, I don't think anything's really going to change. 
I think this lawsuit is going to go whatever way it goes. And a year from now, nothing is going to be different. And that's that sucks total fucking ass. So that's why I say we need change at every level. Don't let that happen. Call shit out. Um, one thing I did on, um, again, on Twitter is I noticed Ted Buselecki, however you say his last name, um, better known as Slootbag. I was thinking about that for a little bit, and I'm like, his name is sort of based on the word slut, isn't it? That could be harmful. So I tweeted at him like, hey, I think you're awesome, but maybe that name is not the best. And he explained back to me why how nobody ever seemed to have a problem with it. And he was very courteous and respectful. And I don't know, maybe that's not anything, but the fact that I said something makes me feel okay that we need to move in a direction where people are, feel comfortable saying stuff. Um, thank you. No, thank you for that. I'm just sorry to interject, but thank you. It does start at uh, the ground level. And I was chatting a, a bit uh, with this in Discord. Um, Sarith was in the chat, Jacoris was in the chat, and a few other people were in the chat. But we all have young children, including girls. And uh, yeah, I know I mentioned that already, but if it has to start there, you know, it has to start there. Just teach your children to be, you know, respectful. I, I, I don't know. It's... I'm yammering on. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Um, the biggest thing I want to highlight is to men who want to be allies, such as myself, the best way to do that is to amplify the voices of the women, particularly minority women who were very extra affected by all this. Instead of talking over them to make your own points. And I know I said that earlier, but I'm bringing it back up because I am putting in the notes for this little extra episode thing that I originally thought was going to be like 20 minutes. And now it's about as long as a normal Thralls Balls episode. Um, there was a thread I came across that it was from L. Bellevue, I can never, I'm not sure how to say her name, but a link to it is in the notes for this, and it's just ways men can be better allies to women, and it's something I'm going to be looking through and trying to do as best as I can. We need this from as many people as possible. Um, all right, like I said, we've been talking about this for a good while. I think we've I got one last statement to make. Oh, sure. It's, it'll be short and sweet. You're never going to eliminate this kind of behavior from individual people. There's always going to be predators, racist, what have you. What we need to change is how we react and deal with it. So it starts, even if you're like in a guild, you see someone getting harassed. Say something. Kick them. If you're running the guild, don't even give, you know, make it very clear. If we're not going to tolerate this, can kick anyone that, that does this. Mm -hmm. um, same thing with these organizations, that companies. Just, you, we need to have a zero tolerance policy. 
and uh, you know, don't even give them a warning. You you do this kind of behavior at work, you're gone. You're canned. You're fired. And go and if you they call us for a reference, we're gonna tell them this is what you did. Mm-hmm. Like as like think, more of I a think zero that's, tolerance approach. Yeah, I this this whole and it, you see it in a lot of other industries. The best I can think of to compare it to is football. How many times do we see a scumbag guy football like Ben Roethlisberger or Ray Lewis? You know, they get to keep their job because they're incredibly talented at what they do. And as much as a scumbag as this Alex guy was, you know, he's a big reason why WoW was such a popular game. And we need to stop letting people slide because they're really good at it. Now, I'm I'm glad he's not at Blizzard anymore, but the fact that he was allowed to leave on his own terms quietly, that bothers me. That is par for course for a lot of corporations. You, they, they probably knew that he was the main focus of the in, the investigation. And what you do is you give the guy the option to resign because one, it kind of the company doesn't have to come out and say this is going on, and and it hurts the share price. At the end of the day, that's what what the what's really the main driver here, the share price, mm-hmm. the stocks. So it gives it an opportunity for the guy to step away, um, find another job, blah, 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 blah. And it just now that it makes all sense why he left so quietly. You know, this all I I know I was a couple minutes ago trying to wrap up, but this all reminds me of uh, an issue that came up last year because I'm also a part of the Rooster Teeth community. For anybody who does not know, they make online content they have for like close to 20 years now and their their shit's hilarious but particularly a subsect of them called achievement hunter who makes let's plays and whatnot and last year it came out that a very prominent figure in achievement hunter ryan haywood was actually using his platform to sleep with fans a few of whom were underage and he claimed not to know and it it's just so fucking predatory. And it's like, how do you trust anybody when people who appear to be great people can turn around to be that scummy? And it just... I long for the day when we don't have to worry about that happening. And I don't think that day is ever going to come because people are individual people who are capable of such shitty things. No, and you're right. And then just it goes back to my point. You know, we can't change what people are going to do, but we can change how we react and um, treat those people. Uh, yeah, and that was Rooster Teeth's reaction. He and uh, Adam Kovic from Funhouse, he did some shitty stuff too. The, the, they, their stuff came out at the same time. They were immediately shit canned. Just no tolerance. No. And that's Fuck the way off. It should be. Get out. They were gone. And it's a complicated issue. Everybody's going to feel a certain type of way about it. And everybody's way of coping with this kind of thing is valid. So as for the future of our show, I think we've sort of made it clear already that we're going to be continuing the show. Um, There are just tons of fantastic people who worked on WoW, who were not involved with any of this shit, 
or who were involved and were victims, but they still did a ton of work on this, and we want to support the work they've done. So I think the that's three of important. us have decided that's a to continue very, playing. Very important point to make. Um, yes, these are few individuals who do these things. The vast majority of the people who work at Blizzard, I assume, are great people who really care about the game and other games they make. Um, and it's important to remember that. Um, this isn't a whole company running around doing this. This is select individuals, and select individuals should be punished. Um, but the people who work at the company and are good people, no, they should not. So mm -hmm. anyone who's on Reddit, stop harassing people who continue to work at Blizzard. Maybe they want to. Maybe they look at it as a challenge to make Blizzard a better place to work. I have a I have a friend um, from high school who works on the World of Warcraft team in quest development and. He's he's heartbroken, but he's not one of the bad ones. So yeah, there's probably more good out there than bad. I think we just have to keep our heads up and you know cut through these weeds and punish these these motherfuckers. Mm -hmm. I will yeah, say we, we I... don't throw out a whole garden just because there's a couple shitty weeds in it, right? Mm -hmm. I will say I'm a little disenchanted with Blizzard more so than I was previously. I have been called an apologist so many times because I'll look at something they, like a shitty system like um, conduit energy or whatever, and I'll just say, oh, well, I'll find something else that I like and pay attention to that instead of this thing that I don't like. And I think I was kind of putting Blizzard on a pedestal, and this kind of knocked a little bit of sense into me that, no, they're people too. They're Not everything they do is gold. Um... A sentiment that has been floating around the internet is, no, we didn't make this game, but we have been occupying this world, Azeroth, for a long fucking time. For, in some cases, from fucking World of Warcraft Alpha. I didn't get to the party until the Burning Crusade, but even that is a very long time. Lots of us, even if we've gotten here very recently... This is our world now. Like, this it, This is going to sound so nerdy to any outsider, but it's it's true. It's part Blizzard of our identity. Be, I agree. Blizzard would not be where they're at without the people that play the game. We didn't make this game, but Azeroth sure as fuck belongs to us. It's ours, and we can't let shitty people, even if they did help build it, take that away from us. That Cheers. said, that said, I think that's a perfect note to end on. That said, if you feel like you can't keep playing, you're valid. You can stop playing. It's fine, and nobody will judge you for it. Uh, I think we've talked this one to death. Um, that's a great note to end on. I think we wrap it up and go into our regular episode. Well, I gotta, uh, I gotta make a drink and pee first, though. You can edit that out or not. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, let's just, we'll end it here, and everybody, you are valid, and you rock, and as I said on the Thralls Balls Twitter, I don't remember how I worded it, but be kind, be respectful, we stand with women, believe victims, just be good people. Okay, bye everybody. Bye.